This is Jeff Peavy, your host for Collision Boost Radio. In our series, If You Love This Industry, It Will Love You Back, where we're interviewing some of the industry's best-known professionals who have a real passion for what they do uh, with uh, intent to provide some inspiration and guidance for you as a Collision Boost listener. Today, we're going to interview David Luer, owner of Elite Body Shop Solutions and author of the book, The Secrets of America's Greatest Body Shops. This episode of Collision Boost Radio is sponsored by the Automotive Management Institute. AMI offers over 300 online courses covering collision repair topics like critical soft skills, operations, marketing, estimating, management, and leadership. Additionally, AMI offers required and highly recommended online courses for the FCA Certified Collision Program, including how to use tech authority, marketing your FCA certification, improving CSI, and the Mopar YTech Scan Tool Program. AMI is also the place to earn collision repair certificates and professional designations for customer service, office management, general management, and estimating. For more information, go to amionline.org. Okay, hey Dave. Again, thank you for being here. This is exciting to to get to interview you. And and uh, uh, as I've mentioned in some of the other uh, episodes, we are still at the Collision Industry Conference in Palm Springs, and I'm grabbing some of these individuals that I believe that one they're some of the best known professionals in the industry, as I've already mentioned uh, in this. Uh, podcast so far but you guys have a real passion and there are some consistent themes and so thank you for being here Dave. Hey my pleasure Jeff it's always a pleasure hanging out with you buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yep we do uh, we've done some interviews before. We've done a lot of talking in front of a lot of people together. I, I, right? <laughs> I think we could probably do like an interview that lasted about 24 hours. Probably uh, yep. I'm sure the listeners don't want to hear that. No but, no we'll um, spare them. Well, thanks again. Uh, I, um, this is a new project. I'm really excited about it. And so we'll just get started. And, uh, and I guess the first question is, tell us uh, what you currently do. What are you, what are you doing? Okay. Well, the, the fancy answer is my, my company uh, that I founded, we, we guide collision repair professionals into their limitless potential through live, digital, and written educational contact, content. So... Um, uh, in a easier to understand, uh, I'm a communicator of high performance habits for body shops. There you go. Right. <laughs> so, um, you know, there's a lot of different components on how we go about doing that, but mm-hmm. ultimately that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fascinating. And I know, uh, you have, you actually have, uh, quite a few followers there in, in the various things that you do in the webinars, you have good attendance in your webinars and, uh, I would encourage uh, any of our listeners to to uh, look you up and Google uh, Body Shop Solutions. I guess that's probably the best way to find you. Or... EliteBodyShopSolutions.com. And there you we've go. We've got a ton of uh, both free and and also some some low cost low cost and mm-hmm. more expensive I... uh, solutions to help uh, any body shop at any level. Yeah, I, I was also. Uh... Uh, your book, The Secrets of America's Greatest Body Shops, is really a good opportunity to learn. Uh, any of our listeners that are looking for more things to to, to learn, that's a it's a good place to start. So, um, yeah, so that's that's what you do. So tell us, how, how, tell us your story. How did you get there? <laughs> well, it's it's funny, you know, looking back. Um, 
over 35 years now, I think. Mm-hmm. I never would have dreamed in a million years <laughs> where I've ended up compared to where I started. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, you know, as many times as I've been, you know, pulled out of the the industry for maybe some short periods of time to experiment with other things, I always get drawn back in to this industry. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, you know, so I started out like a lot of people do in this industry, the, the people that you and I know, uh, even here at CIC, a lot of us started our our uh, journey at the at the end of a broom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I was really not much different. You know, I, uh, I grew up with an older brother, older half-brother, and this guy was a car guy. Mm-hmm. And he was and Richard, and, and Richard was my hero. He could drive the wheels off of anything. So I knew at a, as a teenager that I was going to be, you know, Burt Reynolds from Smokey and the Bandit. <laughs> I was going to be a drag racer. So I had a, a, a deep love for automobiles and particularly race cars and doing customs. Mm-hmm. And uh, just so happens I had a neighbor, uh, a guy named Clark Luce, and he was my neighbor when I lived in Salem, Oregon. And he had a body shop called Superior Auto Body. So at the ripe old age of 15, I was already, you know, working in a, in a body shop for mm-hmm. Clark. And <laughs> yeah, it was, it was crazy. Um, but uh, yeah, so after school, I would go and, and work in this body shop. And then by the time I was 16, you know, I'd saved up a little money and got my first drag car. So I was drag racing by the time I was 16 on the high school team. Yeah, and uh, so so now I'm working in a in a you know a little body shop, hanging around with these guys, and it was a lot of fun. You know, I wanted to be there all day long. I didn't even really care for school, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> but I was, uh, you know, so that's what we did. We 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 drag raced and, and worked worked our tails off, and and you know, within a couple years of you know doing the 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 hard stuff. Uh, cutting vans in half with <laughs> you were telling me uh, that yeah, story. <laughs> yeah, that was the, the, my first uh, real job was cutting a uh, an entire van in half with a uh, with a saw, and that was uh, my introduction to the body shop business. Uh, you'd think that I would have gotten out of it, <laughs> probably should have, but uh, no. So I'm, I stuck with it, and I, I found a passion eventually for painting cars, and mm-hmm. I became a very good painter within a couple of years. So mm-hmm. here I am, a teenager painting cars. I had a job where I painted uh, complete paint jobs, uh, 12, 13, 14 cars a day Mm -hmm. with synthetic enamel. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, Yeah, I can actually. Yeah. 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 So I'm not even 20 years old yet and I'm already, you know, working in the industry and I loved it. And Mm -hmm. I became a very good painter. I was passionate about it. I, I created a great reputation in Oregon where I'm from and people would bring me their cars and I started doing a lot of restoration work. Mm-hmm. So now by the time I'm 22 years old, I started Lures Auto Body. So I had my first business at, at 22 years old. It was <laughs> it was a, literally a two-car shack. I had a, a partner who was did all the body work and I did the paint work and you could fit two cars in this little shack. <laughs> yeah. That was it. Uh-huh. And um, so within just a couple years after that, um, my passion started to change. And this is an interesting point because I still love cars, still love painting, but I really kind of got bitten by the entrepreneurial bug. Mm-hmm. And I started to love the thought of building a business that repaired vehicles. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was able to grow a small company, you know, literally a two-car shack, started with $100 in a paint gun, gun and now, now I'm doing over a million dollars a year yeah. with employees and uh, <laughs> uh, slightly big different. difference. Yeah. Big, big difference. So, you know, so I, I grew a great company and then some bad things happened in my life. Lost everything. Hmm. Lost everything. Had a failed marriage. You know, so I'm still yeah. in my 20s and I feel like I've been through an entire <laughs> lifetime already. Uh-huh. Um, well, Paul's right there too because uh, in one of the episodes, uh, Kai Young's, uh, his father-in-law told him he was in his 20s and starting a business. He goes, you're so young, if you fail, you have plenty of time to start over. That's so exactly that- <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, in fact, there was another podcast that I did, Jeff, um, and they asked the, the question, if you could go back and tell your, a younger version of yourself one thing, what mm-hmm. would it be? Mm-hmm. And my answer was fail brilliantly. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yeah. He yeah. didn't understand what I meant either, but... <laughs> But I mean that. You, you've got to be willing to go out there and, and fail a few times if you really want to get the good stuff in life. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so, don't be afraid. So I spent a number of years after that um, working for collision repairers uh, all over the country in mm-hmm. leadership, different leadership capacities. And as I wrote in, in the book, the, the, um, the Secrets of America's Greatest Body Shops, I was working for a company that got bought out by one of the big consolidators. Mm-hmm. And it was in that moment that I really rediscovered that entrepreneurial passion that I had and a new business was born. And that's Elite Body Shop Solutions. That's how it got started. Wow. <laughs> Helping independent collision repairs really learn how to compete and build amazing businesses. Mm-hmm. It's, it's what what gets me out of bed every day. Yeah, that's that's really neat and I, I a lot of the advice that we consistently give here is to follow your passion and, and and we hear that a lot but when you when you see stories where that passion is what uh, drove someone to where they're at now if they're you know fairly successful you really see it in action it makes a big difference right so um, that's that's a good story it's a great story it's a very common story and I I uh, uh, I look at some of the young people come in our industry now and how our industry has changed. And one of the things that I I'm, talk about a lot too there, Dave, is um, the speed at which technology changes. Experience is important. I always stress that. But I, I'm not going to say it's probably less important today than it ever has been in our industry because if you just jump on the uh, jump in now and 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 get on board and learn quickly, you're you can catch up and stay up. And the past don't really matter as much as it used to because the car is so different than it used to be. So um, that's really good. So let's just let's just jump to the other one of the other questions. And what do you think is an is important to understand uh, as a newcomer to our industry? Kind of. What, what do you think is important? Is there something that jumps out at you? Is it- Absolutely. You know, I, I kind of told you a little bit about my story, you know, and, and it's really about, you know, I believe very strongly that we were all uh, given various gifts. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like it's our job uh, while we're on this planet to share those gifts with the world. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's my belief. And I, I feel that young people today feel very pressured sometimes that they need to go out and figure out what that gift is right away yeah. and then do that for the rest of their life. I don't buy that at mm-hmm. all, 
right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you've heard my story, how many different things I had to discover. Yeah. You know, now I'm a communicator. You know, I started out as a floor sweeper, mm-hmm. right? And, and was passionate about painting. So the point I'm trying to make is that I think it's really important for young people today to try a lot of different things to find their gift. Don't get stuck in one thing. Try a lot of different things, whether it's within the collision industry or outside of the collision industry. It's mm-hmm. important to dig in, become passionate about a lot of different things. One of these, one of these days, you're going to find what that true gift that you've got, something that mm-hmm. you're really passionate about, something that you can uh, maybe even make some money doing. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. In fact, that's if you follow your passion, a lot of times that's where the money actually follows. Um, yeah, it really does. And, I, you know, one of the things that we talk about in one of the other episodes is that the, the collision repair process mm-hmm. is the backbone of the industry. And then all of the segments and all of these supporting uh, segments are in little micro industries uh, uh, kind of spin off of these different uh, areas of the repair operation. And so there's a lot of things in the industry. Once you get in it, there's a lot of opportunity. I, I, I look back at it. I, um, I started out really thinking that repairing cars was, was my option. Right. And I love doing that. I love that finished product and I loved it for years, but, but there's so many things that once you learn that repair process that you can actually go into, uh, and find your passion. You can find it often within the industry. I think that's what's happened to both of us, maybe even accidentally, but that's really good. So um, one last question then, uh, kind of a twist off the other one. What advice would you give uh, to someone new coming into our industry? Is there anything? So, something that, yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, as a young person, I was always in such a hurry mm-hmm. to be like, a leader, right? I felt like I, I, you know, I think it was an ego thing, right? So my my advice to a young person is, you don't need a title to be a leader. I believe it's crucial that no matter what role or job title that you have, you have the opportunity to excel as a leader. And if there's one thing this world needs more of than anything else right now, is more leadership. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's important for young people coming into this industry or any industry, they really focus on being the leader that they can, even if they don't have that title on their business card. Yeah, that's really, it's really good advice. And I, uh, I look back at my career and it sounds very similar to yours. That, uh, I, I didn't do it necessarily on purpose. Maybe I was just driven by curiosity, but, uh, but I, I quickly found myself in that position where within the group I was working, I was the leader, and it came from a really just being driven to learn and to be that sponge, which I, I emphasize over and over and over. And it doesn't take very long before the group that you're in, you you have a, a better, well-rounded bit of knowledge. Well, you, you said something that's a really key phrase there, and you, you used the word curiosity. Mm-hmm. And I, I truly believe that the curious will rule the planet. You know, I know as corny as that sounds, it's it's being it's being curious about getting better, and no matter what you do, 
And, and a lot of us in this industry, you know, and you were probably a lot like I was, Jeff. We, we were the, the kind of kids that wanted to tear something apart to figure out how it worked. Without Don't ever doubt. give up on that level of curiosity. It will make you successful at anything. Yeah. I, I, I know both of us, having been in the industry as long as we have, we've seen this, uh, the speed and the momentum of change just getting faster and faster. That curiosity is becoming the drive to success. It is the thing that will drive you to success. And so um, that that's good advice, and I really do appreciate it. So uh, any last uh, pearls of wisdom that come to mind? I'm just, I'm excited for young people coming into this industry right now. I, I believe that, you know, some of the work that we're doing, you know, helping shops build an industry that's more conducive to some of the young people coming into it. I think there's a very bright future for young people coming into the industry. And I'm excited. And mm-hmm. I think the technology changing, these are all good things. A lot of yeah. people may view them as challenges or or obstacles. I see it just the opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it really is. And I think those challenges is what has made it more interesting, actually. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's about not just getting a job in a shop. It's about building a professional career in the collision repair industry. And you've certainly done that. And uh, I appreciate you taking the time to be with us today and to share uh, your wisdom with the Collision Boost listeners. So uh, just one little note, uh, those of you that are listening, if you have any questions or comments, would like to, to uh, share them with us. We will uh, try to answer them. Uh, we will do a, a future episode on that topic, or we'll find it, and we'll add it to another episode. That is collisionboostradio at gmail.com. Feel free to send us comments or questions, and we're here to help you. Consider us uh, one of your support mechanisms to help you have a successful career. So, Dave, thank you very much for uh, joining us. So, Thank, thank you. you. I'm honored, Jeff. Thank you very much. Yeah, Thank you.